Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. us that it's because of his compassion in other words it's only the mercy of God that we're not consumed by the the fires of hell the the wrath of God in other words none of us deserves kindness from our Creator it's always mercy it's it's always his love not an obligation it's the loving kindness of God that leads one to repentance In today's message from Pastor Robert, he shares with you the reality that no one on this earth is considered good. All are deserving of hell and eternal separation from God. But God is good and loving, and it's His love that leads to repentance and salvation. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans chapter 11, as he continues his message, God's plan for Israel. be in that day says the Lord of hosts that I will cut off the names of the idols from the land and they shall no longer be remembered I will also cause the prophets and the unclean spirit to depart from the land you see I think this is pointing us to the book of Revelation where we see the 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 antichrist and the false prophet and they're going to be banished from Jerusalem Bible says they'll be confined for a thousand years that will actually, the, the Antichrist and the false prophet will be cast into the lake of fire. It's Satan himself that will be bound for a thousand years. Point number two, at the end of that seven-year period of tribulation, all of Israel will be saved. All of Israel will be redeemed. It's going to be a painful process, but they will be rescued. They will be saved at that point. Now, going back to Romans chapter 11, verse 28 says, concerning the gospel... They are enemies for your sake, but concerning the election, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers. Now, again, he's talking about the Jews of the first century. He's talking about those who who were persecuting Christians in the first century. And and he makes a point there that that I, I don't want us to miss because it applies to us today. He says, concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But concerning the election, they are beloved. Listen, he wanted them to understand that while they are in this position of, of you know, making themselves enemies of God, making themselves enemies of the church. God loves them. God loves them. Now, what you and I need to remember is that the people that we're tempted to stay angry with, to view as enemies, because maybe they are enemies, maybe they've made themselves enemies of the gospel, 
Maybe it's a coworker that because you're a Christian, they just come after you. Maybe it's a professor. My son years ago had a professor that just came after him because he was a Christian. But what we're being reminded of is Jesus was tortured to death for them because God loves them. And he, Jesus, he, he taught us, bless those who persecute you. Do good to those who spitefully use you. The ones who abuse you, the ones who do evil toward you, he says, do good to them, bless them, because that's the heart of your father. That's, that's who God is. That's what he does. He sends the rain on the just and on the unjust. God always is kind, even, even toward people like you and me who don't deserve it. You know, I was having a conversation with somebody in the back a little while ago. The thing that Paul is pointing out in this passage, one of the things, well, let me just read on and you'll see what I'm talking about. He says, because the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable for as you were once disobedient to God. See, he's pointing out, he's like, listen, you were once disobedient to the Lord, yet now have obtained mercy through their disobedience. He's like, the only reason you even know the gospel is because of their disobedience. He says, even so, these also have now been disobedient that through the mercy shown to you, they also may obtain mercy. For God has committed them all to disobedience that he might have mercy on all. And I think a better rendering of that translation would be for God has committed all to disobedience that he might have mercy on all. Because the point of the gospel is that every human being, other than Jesus, Every human ever born has been disobedient and therefore only survives because of the mercy of God. The Bible tells us that it's because of his compassion. In other words, it's only the mercy of God that we're not consumed by the, the fires of hell, the, the wrath of God. In other words, none of us deserves kindness from our creator. It's always mercy. It's, it's always his love, not an obligation. Now, the Apostle Paul at this point breaks out into a, like a spontaneous exclamation of praise in response to, to this magnificent redemption plan and the, the heart of God behind it. He says, oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has become his counselor, or who has first given to him and it shall be repaid to him? For of him and through him and to him are all things, to whom be glory forever. Amen. He made it, and he made it from nothing, everything that is, and he made it for himself. And that's the part that a lot of times we forget. Of him, through him, to him. In other words, we're his. He made us for himself. So important. You know, it has been said that wisdom is the capacity or, or the ability to accurately apply knowledge, to, to put it to a appropriate use. But today, knowledge apart from wisdom threatens to destroy our world. We have forbidden schools and, and, and universities from teaching or training our kids, the young adults, in the fear of the Lord. Because, oh, no, 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 we can't. We can't go there. We can't, we can't be talking. We can't be doing that. Well, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So we're withholding wisdom and we're glorifying knowledge. And consequently, what we have is generations now who, who, have, who have come along and 
are coming along who simply don't have the wisdom required to appropriately utilize the knowledge that's continually being acquired. It's, you know, like the pediatrician who just last week I was reading, you know, testifying before Congress and, and saying that she does believe that a man can become pregnant and give birth to a child. I was like, wait a minute, you're a medical doctor and you say you do believe that a man can get pregnant, carry a baby, give birth to a child. And I'm, I had to think about it for a few minutes and I realized, wait a minute, what, what, the reason she can say that with a straight face, and the reason that, that she can put forth that testimony before Congress and not be challenged, at least not effectively, is that manhood is being redefined. The gender identities have been redefined. And it's like, what you call a man, I don't call a man. In other words, I have the right in this country today to demand that you adjust yourself to my delusion, but only if my delusion is related to sexuality and, and gender stuff. In other words, if I, if I were to get up here and say to you, okay, listen, from now on, I, I want you to address me as Igor. Only speak to me in Russian because I'm actually a seven foot tall Russian with curly blonde hair. So don't ever mention the shine. It's like, because I'll sue you. I'll make sure you lose your job and you get canceled and you just unemployable. And you start calling me Robert, right? And you would be well within your rights if I went in that direction. You would be wise to try to get me some help because I have lost my mind. If you realize that this is a sincere belief that, right? Everybody kind of understand where I'm going with that. If I say to you from now on, my preferred pronouns are her, she, and I want you to call me Pastor Roberta, you better do it or I can destroy your life in our culture today. I can demand that you adjust to that delusion and it's acceptable because we're redefining what it means to be a male, to be a female, which is why that same medical doctor if I'm not mistaken, because several have refused to address the question of what is a woman. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. There's so much to learn and appreciate from the Book of Romans. Paul wrote this letter to the church in Rome, even though he'd never met those people. This is how it can be with ministry over the radio too. People are touched by God's Word, even if you haven't met in person. For those who do live nearby Miami, we invite you to join us at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m for worship and Bible study. We offer Spanish translation for the 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. services. If you're not able to join us in person, join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. If these messages have been an encouragement to your heart, would you let us know? Give us a call at 305-531-2730. When you call, also let us know how we can be lifting you up in prayer. 
That number again is 305-531-2730. Thanks so much for listening to God's Word today. We trust it has blessed your soul and renewed you in a special way. That's it for today, but please come back next time right here on Main Thing Radio.